This is a Wizards Night Shirt Podcast, episode 41, The Christmas Special. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode 41. I'm Scott, and here with me are our sleigh bell repairman, Will. What, what, you, what you got here is some dead bells. <laughs> Rebecca, the reindeer quilt maker. <laughs> Quilts for the reindeers? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, quilt for the reindeers. Keep them warm. They appreciate it. They do. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Master of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man and She-Ra Christmas Special. Uh, the air date was Christmas, <laughs> 1985. That's kind of surprising, because usually Christmas specials are yeah, before. Right, what, what, yeah. What maniac kids would be watching this on Christmas? That's it so could funny. be like Christmas morning or something. That's true. Like, like if it was on, was I wonder if it was like a Saturday your, or something. Your, yeah, your presents were a disappointment, or you already opened your presents, and you had to go to your relative's house to be away from your presents, and you wanted to watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. All right, I'll finish up. Uh, <laughs> in this episode, He-Man and She-Ra join forces to stop Horde Prime from ruining Christmas for some Earth children who are stranded on Eternia. Yeah, this obviously we had to review this uh, for the for the Christmas episode. I mean, it's just so bonkers and so ambitious and fails and succeeds in so many ways it's a princess showcase they had to pay so many actors to do it um <laughs> it was just it was just a, a thing i've been looking forward to since we started the show i kept looking at our, our uh schedule and thinking we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it sometime so it's finally just like here real, just i'm like excited about it christmas yes this, looked forward to it just like real christmas th- this is this is a good episode for just skunk or to appear in the background yeah why didn't we have i keep i keep doing the same thing i was looking this up i think it's actually Stinkor. i've been mm. calling him skunk or this whole time too um, yeah it's stink or yeah right. i want yeah stink or could have been in this show he could he would have been great on christmas everybody else was there yeah, i don't no, know why not i don't yeah, know yeah. what the problem was yeah that's a good point everybody was there because uh, this aired after uh he-man had run through its all, all, all its seasons and um we were in the middle of the she-ra show about where we are in um our show so that's why we can see all the characters now because he-man would have already wrapped up yeah, even though all of the the beautiful ladies of She-Ra came out of nowhere, I have never seen them before. Not a clue. Yeah. Perfuma, thank you. They're beautiful. A little higher, Flutterina. How's this? I think purple would look good up there, Peekaboo. Try it. It was befuddling. Which means that we must be getting real close to see, to seeing them all. They must roll them out hard in season two. I mean, I guess so. Like, this is an episode about all the toys, basically. Yeah, yeah they, they knew they needed to sell some princess dolls, I guess, which is funny. And I, I, I enjoyed them, which we will talk about. But um, Yeah, so if you want really a Christmas funny. party for He-Man, you need to bring out all your toys. <laughs> and then buy some more. So are we going to be in our 30s and getting He-Mans for Christmas? Is that what we all want? No. <laughs> Is that what you want? Yeah, you better get on it. I want appropriate adult attire, though. I want He-Man socks or something. Okay. You just, not, want, not to, underwear. You just want to represent He-Man somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I want to wear it to work and people not really notice, but I know okay. that I'm wearing <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Just like Skeletor colors. Not, 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 not like <laughs> He-Man tie, because people can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't give those turds anything at work. <laughs> You just wear your muscle oh, I, shirt. I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be classified with the guy that wears the Looney Tunes tie to to work. Or my just, hot dog tie. Uh, your hot dog tie is fine though. It's, that's okay. <laughs> I only wear it like twice it's just a like year. Cartoons on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're then you're then you're like stereotyped into a certain area. That's true. Yeah. He Man guy. Well, you told me that uh, your son actually wants some He Man stuff this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, I had bought the there's a Mega Blocks constructs. It's a certain line or whatever. They're really good. Um, and they they came out with a He Man and a Skeletor this this uh, this year. And I bought the Skeletor, and I think I paid like 
four bucks for it or something like that. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't very expensive or anything. It's really nice. And uh, he ended up coming to my work and was playing with it. And this is like months ago. And then all of a sudden, randomly, he's like, he's like, Daddy, I want that, I want that purple guy from your work. <laughs> and I'm like, purple guy from my work? What are you talking about? Like for Christmas? What? You, what? Oh, you mean like Skeletor? The? He's like, yeah. And I want the sword too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talking. He he doesn't know any better. He's 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 four. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that you, you got a four year old in 2017 excited about a, a He Man toy. That's, yeah, but I mean, the, I think why he likes him so much is because he can take him apart. Because he's like <laughs> he's he's like a it, it's Mega Bloks or mm-hmm. whatever. So they're like little pieces or whatever. But um, it's funny. So I'm like I'm like okay, I'll go buy it or whatever. You know, it was only like you know four bucks or something. Like that. Nope. No, they're all sold out. It's like fifteen or like twenty bucks now, and for one because everybody like, our age is buying. Yeah, them. exactly. So they were all bought up, and yeah, he won't be getting that one for Christmas. <laughs> all of the adults have ruined a child's Christmas. No. Yeah, no. yeah, no. no. I'll, I'll find something else. They, they had some really cool ones. There was there's a different line or whatever. They were uh, uh, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. and it was like random Ninja Turtles. It was like Ninja Turtles like in disguise or something like that mm-hmm. but it was like you could take them all apart and everything he just wants something you can take all apart <laughs> <laughs> well what were some of the uh like memorable like hot toys when we were kids like what do you remember that was highly coveted uh during certain Teddy christmases <laughs> yeah you had them well i was gonna say and, and did you get it yeah yeah you got it you got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I, I love our never-ending bitterness about my, Will's Teddy Ruxpin books. My, my parents did get my sister a Cabbage Patch Kid when it, I think okay. it was pretty high. We had some Cabbage Patch Kids too, and I, I do. I don't remember exactly when we got them all. My sister, if she were here right now, she would tell me exactly what year all of them came from. The only thing I know about Cabbage Patch Kids is whatever stupid <laughs> name they gave you on that birth certificate, you did not go buy it. They were all ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't even remember they did that. And That's you funny. just changed them. It's like, I, I think my sister had one that was called like Ethel Quentin. What? I they're know. Just, they're just def- daring you to... Well, Seriously? I know. And then I had one that was like bald and had a little nubbin of hair on the top of her head. And I just called her Nikki. I don't know what the crap. I, I don't know what they said it was called. You don't get to boss me, Cabbage Patch Kid. Look, it's my kid now. I'm going to call it what I want to call and it. And the Cabbage Patch, you were Alicia. Now you <laughs> shall be Murgatroyd. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, we, we had those, though. We had cap- we that, that did happen. Was that the hot item for you? Was there anything you remember especially... I mean, not when I was super little, because we were always just so happy to get stuff. And then, Mm -hmm. like, you know, my sister and I were very, like, we played together, and we were friends, and we had a good time. So, like, you know, we weren't ever, like, turds about about Mm -hmm. Christmas, you know. And I just remember the later Christmases, like, getting, um, like, a bike, Mm -hmm. or getting, you know, rollerblades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rollerblades is a big deal. Then you have to go outside and be be sad that you didn't know how to do it automatically. Oh, no, I I was really good at rollerblades. You couldn't go outside, because it was the middle of winter. Oh, we yeah. could. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, we, oh, could. we could. We could. Oh, we're we're right. from the dirty south, so oh, yeah, it's you know. fine. Oh yeah, we yeah, rollerblades. Yeah, we, we, we would get rollerblades and get a bike, and we're like, "What are we supposed to do now? Just, Let's like, ride cry. around the garage." Yeah, that's so sad. It just that's yeah, funny. Just, it's like we bought you whist. You can be wistful for it until uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be sad, little Scott. <laughs> Oh, no, I was out there on those rollerblades like the next day. So you probably learned more about what the Christmas spirit and what it was really about more because you, you had character building early. I was I was more shallow and into and into items because I was a little spoiled. So, yes, yes. And you still are, but it's OK. Yeah, yeah a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I, I remember the big, big the big thing that I liked a lot was uh, Captain Captain Power, and it was these really cool uh, little uh, space fighter uh, jets that you wa- that you uh, turned on while you watched a VHS that had these um, weird, like, glowing lights on the back of all the ships, and you pointed at it and actually shot. It was like a video game, and it would keep a score on your ship, and it had little men in it, and when your ship would blow up, he'd jettison out of it. It was it was a really cool toy. I'm excited just talking what about it. What is that? I haven't even <laughs> oh, it was great. You, you had to be VHS. in a Teddy Ruxpin cool. club. You could be invited <laughs> yeah. to play with that toy. Oh, the rest of us kids just haven't even uh, heard of that one. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, wait, so wait, you're talking about like He-Man, She-Ra era? Mm-hmm. I don't. I like like I. I thinking back about it, like I don't understand how how the He Man toy lasted for so many years. I guess it was in syndication for so uh-huh. for so long that they could just like keep putting it out. Because we were a little be, behind. Cause, it, yeah, because I mean we. 
I mean, He-Man was probably almost done by the time we started collecting the toys. So nowadays, it's like toys rotate between seasons. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about that uh, He-Man Christmas special. I do remember uh, it was fun on Christmas to get um, California raisins too because they had that great Christmas special. Do you guys remember the California raisins Christmas special? Vaguely. Well, claymation was a big deal when we were kids. I think the California raisins were just a very, very special thing for you. That you just really, <laughs> really loved the California raisins. I love the Motown like stuff. Dunkin' Donuts. So one of them had like where you could collect like the little plastic characters and, my, and I got, I for some reason I got all excited about it and my dad like went out and collected all of them fun yeah. I, I, I loved it yeah what our you know my dad and i had bands and, and stuff growing up we loved all the motown stuff and everything and they mm-hmm. did all those songs it was fun you remember any other christmas specials when you were kids that you you really enjoyed watching i mean there's the the, the rudolph the Rain, red-nosed reindeer mm-hmm. one and the, yeah. what's um the peewee herman one i know you like rebecca oh well, i love that as an adult i mean mm-hmm. i don't even remember i i guess i watched that when i was a kid i don't even i couldn't even tell you it's really funny because, like, Christmas was just, I mean, it was a time when you were around your cousins and, like, your family, and it was just wild, and I don't really remember watching TV around any of that time, mm-hmm. like, when I was little. Now, you were just, like, running around and, like, tinkling on the piano keys, like, <laughs> annoying everybody and, like, cl- crawling under the dining room table, and, like, the adults are, like, kicking you while they're drinking their punch and everyone's smoking. <laughs> like, it was great. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, well as an adult, I um I well, every year I watch uh, Christmas Vacation. I have to. <laughs> so good. Welcome all to the Castle Grayskull Christmas Party. I am overjoyed to host friends and foes from lands near and far, that we might put aside our differences for but one evening bodes well for all our people. Came here for the free food. That Grizzlaw is rude, but he's not wrong. Anyway, I must now share some urgent news with you all. Brace yourselves, for the White Elephant Gift Exchange will now begin. Do we recall the instructions? Let us review them. The very first guest must choose a gift from the altar, and so it goes for the second guest. If it is their heart's desire, the second guest may retain this gift, or they may appropriate the gift of another. Now, we consider guest number three. Yes, good grief, woman. We all know the rules. Now let me at those presents. (laughs) I can already tell it's something good by the shape. But could it be? After all this time? Yes! Ha! I finally have it! With the power sword of He-Man, I will rule for a thousand years! <laughs> Adam, is that your sword? Well, everybody wanted it, and it felt wrong not to share. As they say, tis the season, sorceress. Mm, yes, well, tis also the season of regifting, apparently. Look, the this dragon pearl is pretty, but I choose the power sword. What? For that movie, please. It's a happy time for us, dear Marlena. Well, let's talk about how this insane show starts. What, what's what's the scene when we when we go? It's it's a it's a feast for the eyes right away. Well, first of all, the theme song that they do yeah. was so good because the little um fanfare, the main fanfare from the Shira theme song actually sounds really Christmassy. Yeah. Once you like get it in there with some jingle bells, and I was just like, that's just that's just masterful synergy. I was like, ooh. They did do a good job on that. Yeah, oh, it put me in a Christmas mood. Well, the Eternians don't know what Christmas is yet, but they're having some sort of like holiday winter party, I guess. 
and everybody's setting up for it. And this is what we're talking about with the Princess Showcase. Like, Dude, it's, everybody it's is there. It's lousy with everybody. People we haven't met yet from He-Man. Ram Man is helping Frosta clean something up. There's like princesses hanging stuff up on the walls. Yeah, like Castispella and Stratos are together. Like They're trying to like, I don't even know what they were doing. They're like holding a big silver thing. Who's, who's, who's the guy with the yellow helmet that's all blue? I forget his name. I forget his name. And he's Cyclone. Got, he's got, Cyclone, okay, yeah. He's like carrying a tray. Yeah, he just walks by. He just walks <laughs> yeah. by. He's like, I need to know about him. Fist, Moss, I saw, Moss Man's there. I saw Fisto. Who's Moss Man with? Oh, he's with um, Marlena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ram Man and uh, Madame Mraz. <laughs> that you're like you're like you guys just go over there <laughs> you dig that they have hole. sit at the kids table <laughs> I was kind of glad they didn't know what Christmas was off the bat I was I, when you see the cover of the uh, like the box art for this you you think oh. you see um Prince Adam like wearing the, the Santa Claus costume and I was glad they sort of had to, had to make them learn about it I thought that was going to be annoying if, if they just was like why would they know about it it's like Marlena came on she's like we're going to learn about Christmas this whole kingdom's going to celebrate Christmas well to be fair she should have probably done that sooner because like I love how they've been married for like 25 30 years like Marlena and Randor and she's like Christmas is a thing on earth and, and Randor's like really it's like he's never asked her about anything on earth he's like I'm basically uninterested <laughs> like, I've been sad for 30 years. I'm glad we can talk about this. Who are you, Earth Woman? We've had this every year. I don't know why you haven't talked about it before. You know, it reminds me of how we used to get ready for Christmas at this time of year. Christmas? What's that? An Earth holiday? A very special Earth holiday. And then, um, okay, they've got Perfuma. She's here. Well, she'll she'll be in the episode a little later. Flutterina and Peekaboo too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like everybody. It's crazy. These are the dolls you can buy. Yeah, these are the <clears> dolls you can buy. While the princesses are setting up, Man at Arms has to uh, get Prince out and help him with some dude stuff outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got to go look at the um, Sky Spy, which is like a a, a rocket that can uh, spy on Skeletor for them. Which is great and like. Will, I'm not going to get too upset about this, Mm -hmm. except for I have to say it at least one time. So everything that goes wrong in this episode Mm -hmm. is because Orko is the worst. Orko needs to account a little bit for this problem. Orko did every every problem was his fault. Everything about ruining Christmas was Orko done. Orko has a bad problem with um, getting into uh, vehicles and turning them (laughs) on without supervision. I think it's a bad thing to model for kids. Kids would love to get in a car and go drive. Yeah, and I mean, there was even that scene later, like where he uh, falls out of space. He was like, oh, so I should have worn my seatbelt. It's like, it's just insane. Like, he needs more supervision, basically. Uh, I, it, I, don't, I don't know what's what's going on with that. That's very All weird. All systems on. But anyway, they're going to look at it. They're just, uh, I guess, sort of like tapping on the hole to make sure it's still there, I guess. And they leave. And Orko finds a way to get inside it. And then it just starts taking off and going into outer space. So, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie daisy, Orko. <laughs> I have no patience for these shenanigans. Uh, I don't want to have a manual manual override. Like he he tries to, but it's like it just goes. I guess I guess when he when Oracle ripped off the joystick or whatever, it kind of busted stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend it's always like just a tack track where all the vehicles are sentient and they're and he's just like, yeah, no, I'm I'm uh I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, he just we're gonna get rid of basically Orko. he's freeing all the vehicles. <laughs> so and then he blasts off in the outer space and then that's when the opening credits kick in. And I was, I was like, so this is our cold open? This is not a very Christmassy cold open for the show so far. It was really weird. So then what Skeletor has on his uh, awesome vision visor, he sees this, the sky spy. Yeah, he's pursuing. And then he laughs maniacally, <laughs> shaking his hands in the air. And he's got a cast of characters with him. Yeah, yeah I didn't does. know any of those henchmen. What is it? Uh, that's a meteor. A meteor? You better have your eyes checked, you lame brain. Who are the two-headed dorks? What are they? That's too bad. Too bad, yeah. <sighs> That's too bad. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we know this. We know this from toys. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll meet I, him I fast. Sp- Spiky man's head. Spike or is it okay? You could just guess. We could just guess these <laughs> names. Guess. Uh, go ahead. Webster was there. Yeah, go ahead and make up your names. Web- Webster was there and somebody else. 
Ghost is there a tongue lasher? No. Well, no, you, uh, rat lore. Rat, rat lore. Yeah, which was funny to me. That, so rat lore can work for Skeletor or Hordak? No. So tongue lasher. They're tongue. just the same. Oh, the same yeah. I, got the snake men. I can think the snake men all have to work together. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't, yeah. oh no. I guess he did. He? I don't know. Or they, maybe he, maybe all the snake men are free agents. Wasn't he in that episode of the book burning with, with tongue lasher? With, with That's tongue. tongue. But wasn't there another guy? I feel like there was another guy. Mm-hmm. Was it Rattler? I think so. Okay. Did they call him Rattler though, or was I he just know. another guy? They I, just I think, I think the Snake Man are just wild. Okay. I think right. they, just, they just go wherever it's they want to go. Another Snake Man. How about that? So Will with the snake stereotypes. Okay. Duly <laughs> noted. So, um, still very Christmassy. So there, yeah. So Skeletor's trying to catch this uh, rocket thing, and uh, He Man flies up on this like. Um, bobsled that flies in the air yeah. and he's wrestling with all the little um, strong belts they, they throw at him. What do they call them? Something belts. Force belts. Force belts, yeah. Yeah, he's wrestling with the force belts. Oh, then God. he gets trapped and then She-Ra flies up on her horse Ready? and she saves He-Man. They do a twin Two. punch. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. They I punch like into the ship. Still feeling Christmassy. Skeletor, you must calm yourself. Regrettably, you have a chance to steal back the sword when it's your turn once again. Fiddlesticks! It was mine, Evil Lynn. I had it. I had the power sword. Hey, Nintendo, be careful with that sword in the house. It's my antenna! I could just take it right now and leave. Who would stop me? No! Don't ruin it! We get the better Christmas this way! Oh, yeah. We love having fun. Ah, please, Skeletor. I'm having a great time. Fine, we'll stay. But you all must help me steal back that sword. Wow, look at this blanket. It's perfect. Who made this? So soft and such fine stitching. Ah, I was the one who made that blanket. With my own hair. Yuck! What a terrible gift! Ah! No, please, it's gross! Well, me thought of keeping it. Look, you've hurt Beastman's feelings! So what? Who cares what Beastman thinks? We need that sword! Ah! Beware, Skeletor. Beastman remembers. Oh, yes, Beastman remembers. What the does that mean? Help! Help! Somebody's in trouble. I better take a look. Yeah, and so here my notes say, Orko's dumb magic has him land on another planet, which is clearly Earth, and Will's Christmas dreams come true, where he (laughs) saves dumb kids from an avalanche and being lost, and they're bad about stranger danger, and since when did children be in charge of hacking down a Christmas tree? That's that's (laughs) what I know. That is true. So all all those things are true. That's yeah, so what let's happens next. Take that apart a little bit. Yep. So Miguel yep. and Alicia's parents said, "Walk out into the tundra, find <laughs> us a good tree, cut it down, load it up on your strong child backs, mm-hmm. and hump it back to our as house you do. as you do, and don't die and Man, don't get lost." Hey. Maybe maybe dad just lost his job. Mom's not doing very well, <laughs> and the kids are like, "Let's have a good Christmas," and they go out on their own. Maybe they that? did. How about that story? Did you like that story better? That's a better than, story than, than child labor. Go, go, go get the tree. <laughs> go in the deep, dark, dangerous woods where you don't know your way out to get a tree. But they did get to meet Sir Orko. It's yeah, true. and they never learned about stranger danger because a stranger from another planet appears to you in you the woods. You want us to go in that UFO? Yeah, and they went with them to a second location. Well, I was gonna say, like, let's not even get to stranger danger yet. They met a monster, like they met a, a non-human sentient entity. Uh, I, I I could see them being like, it's a little boy, maybe or something. It's a little like boy that. who um floats. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> they they call it they, they call him an alien. Didn't His they? face is shrouded. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so again, they're not brilliant children. Mm-mm. I mean, they almost died. So and he saved their lives. So you have to trust them a little bit, right? I mean, we know the kids on Eternia and Etheria are uh, bummers, but at least they have some some uh, grit and some cunning. Um, this 
this these kids are complete doofuses. They're complete doofuses, but at least they have pants. <laughs> <laughs> ah. The kids in Etheria don't. Okay, one or the other. Yeah, okay. that's one point for them. Their one leg, point for their, Earth. Their legs are warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they're not just like out there. Yeah, and they called that rocket ship, which is clearly just a spaceship or a rocket. One of them called it a flying saucer. This is not a saucer, stupid. It's a ship. <laughs> now I'm really getting confused. No, it's not confusing. Not at all. Listen. If you really don't know about Christmas, we'll tell you the whole story. A long, long time ago. It's really okay. So uh, pretty soon they start giving Orko a lecture about uh, what Christmas is. And they look like they're giving him the whole story. Like, you keep cutting away from this and back to this. And we get more and more pieces. We learn about the tree. We learn about the Bible story. We learn about everything. I was really... The angels. I well, was they were deep, deep cuts. relieved <laughs> that they gave the story without actually having to listen to the whole story. I thought that was a pretty smart way to handle it. I was thinking the same thing, too. Yeah, because if, if you had a listen to the whole story again it's like really you couldn't think you couldn't fill 20 <laughs> minutes with something else yeah don't make us sit through orco's <laughs> lesson <laughs> no. you already know what christmas is we're earth children so they cut over to uh marlena uh telling them from the coordinates they track that it's probably on earth and i just had so many questions about this like it seems pretty noteworthy to her that like, okay, we know the coordinates for Earth. Does she want to go back to Earth? Has she ever been to Earth before? Is she homesick? Does she have thoughts about it? Does she wonder what's going on with Earth? Is she really stranded here? Did she choose to just stay here? It's a big deal. She knows where Earth is, right? Yeah. I mean, she knows the coordinates. Yeah, it's not like a Battlestar Galactica big deal, yeah, though. And there, I think it's just real far away. Well, the, the, only way, the only reason that he can go there or mm-hmm. grab him is because that ship went there. Okay. Because the transport is part of the ship. But they teleport later, so clearly there's a way to do it. No, that's true. Well, yeah, he, but he had to find that crystal thing. Okay, but now they have it. No, <laughs> it's busted now, I think. After they send them back, right? No. They, I don't know. Stop trying to like do this. <laughs> to, I just want because, more light to Because get at home. one point in this episode, he says brother and sister in front of other people that don't know that he's He-Man and she's She-Ra. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, Everybody's so distracted. It's like, nobody saw, nobody, She-Ra, uh, I think I screwed up. Or like, or like, somebody doesn't know that she's She-Ra and he, they know that he's He-Man or, I don't know, there's something going on That's there. really funny. Yeah. Well, I think you're just really eager to get your Connie Britton spinoff here. Like oh, where, I really want Marlena that. Marlena goes back to Earth. Oh, what if Marlena just goes back to Earth and then she's like a country star in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> There's a show like that. <laughs> they never say the Marlena part, but <laughs> let's just pretend. Like, what if Marlena goes back to Earth and then she's married to a real good football coach? What? Yeah. What if? What if Connie Britton was asking like, "There's not a lot of notes about my backstory as this Nashville star," <laughs> and they're like, "Here, uh, you were um, a famous uh, astronaut and you got stranded on Eternia, and then you found your way back here during uh, Christmas." She's like, "All right, thanks, Jack. We'll just figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think that that's actually just true. For every role that Connie Britton appears in, she's actually Marlena, and it's actually an astronaut backstory, but she can't tell anybody. Oh, I hope Connie Britton's in the new He-Man movie. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Who's this? Is that lady? She's Connie, uh, Connie Britton. She's Tammy Taylor from Friday Night Lights, no. and she's also, um, I guess her name's Nashville in the show Nashville. I don't know her name. Okay, she's yeah, she's she, in two shows she was, that I didn't she watch. Was also she, the, she was also the mom in the first season of American Horror Story. She was great in that. The blonde-headed lady. Okay. She's I, a strawberry vaguely. blonde, Will. Vaguely. Mm-hmm. She's a strawberry blonde. Yeah. It's what you it's call Connie Britton's hair. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll look it up after. Great okay. actress. Great actress. Yeah. American treasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ought to know she's not blonde-headed. She's strawberry blonde. That's like her signature look, Okay. Don't get don't get Connie Britton's hair wrong. She, she just, rubs strawberries in her hair. <laughs> she's just one. I, I love actors who are very good at looking flustered, and uh, she she's great at it. Just like uh, the like Jordy LaForge is great at it. She just looks so put out when you tell her things. It's very funny. I'll let y'all get back to it. I'll see y'all later. So uh, the, 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 they think they can transport <laughs> so them. Anyway, they think they can transport them back from Earth if they have this. What do they call it? A water crystal? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so they got to find this water crystal, and so, of course, she has to go through her trials to get it. <laughs> yes, but in this case, the trial is incredibly stupid, and it's not even really one. It's just visiting with all her princess friends. So, now we meet Mermista. Yeah, let's talk about Mermista. So, she's sexy and from France. <laughs> okay, I was she's trying to She's a French place. mermaid, See, essentially. I just wrote down alien baby talk. <laughs> no, 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 that's a French <laughs> accent, because she was like, she's like, but she 
It is guarded by the beast monster. It lies in a deep pool near the old ruins and is guarded by the beast monster. <laughs> like, no, it's a French it's okay. a French accent. Well, I remember she said something about the beast monster. She's like, I thought that was the just a legend. Monster. And then she goes and she writes down, it exists. It exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it's a, uh, she's a French mermaid. And then there was something she gave Shira and she says, I found these. <laughs> <laughs> You've almost got it, Beast Man. Just point it at that rock and shoot. Ah, incredible. <laughs> this is amazing present. I'm jealous. Hey, come look at Beast Man's stool softener. It's a rock softener. I can't believe no one stole the power sword from that bug-eyed fool. We're not thinking about that right now. Have you seen the amulet that Frosted just opened? If I had that amulet, I would be gorgeous. You could be gorgeous with a power sword. I'm already gorgeous. Of course, but... Silence! It's my turn. Evil Lynn, what do you choose? I want that We'll take that power sword. What? (laughs) The amulet. What about our life's work? All the evil plans, remember those? Oh, wow, it's my turn. Hmm, let me see. I'll take the fur blanket. Oh. Ah. A fine textile. Steal it back. Oh, please, not with the blanket again. No one contests the quality of Beastman's garment, but perhaps some of you noble hero types should have stolen back the power sword, maybe? I fear Eternia is in great danger. It's a great sword. So this is the pool of the beast monster. The beast monster. What's that? They're changing into other forms. What evil robots? They're called the monstroids. Our little friends, the Manchines, once told me about them. Now let's get the crystal back to man-at-arms. So there, this is where the episode starts to go off the rails with insanity. It, it, but in a way that's almost delightful because oh, well, it's yeah. so off the rails. Well, it is so off the rails. And that's because there are just too many proper nouns in one sentence. And that's where you start to be like, okay, whoa, 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 slow down here. <laughs> like, it's the rule of fantasy novels. Uh-huh. Like, I have a hard time getting into like a fantasy novel if it's like a new one. You that don't I've like apostrophes before. in the middle of a name. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like names that aren't names. I don't like names that I have to think about how to pronounce. It. And it's a miracle that I got through the Wheel of Time series. I love the Wheel of Time mm-hmm. series. Nothing to do with all of those things, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you're like reading a like the first page of a book, and it's like, Thiera thought of the vow of Mysticon, which she took when she was a child in Elgar. Like God, like like you get to that third proper now, you just become full of rage. And I'm like, I'm not reading this book. <laughs> and that's how I felt when when she, when she starts talking about the the monstroids and the manchines. The manchines. See, I perked up because I knew there were going to be robots. And I was like, okay, this is about to be insane. Let's they're buckle robots. up. Yeah, they're, they're baby robots, so. They are baby robots. <laughs> she calls them baby. <laughs> they, are, they are little babies. Now I must dive in the water, go to underwater baby. <laughs> I found it. Yeah. Okay, so how do we get to the kids um, singing Jingle Bells? Oh my god, we have to talk about that. <laughs> it just cuts to them, okay? Yeah, yeah. They're done talking about the, the Monstroid Central for like one second. And then this is when I'm like, okay, this episode is insane. Why? Because they cut back to Orca with the children and they're singing Jingle Bells? <laughs> but... <laughs> but. The way that they sing Jingle Bells is by going, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Yeah, they keep singing it. It's not like two they, times. They say Jingle Bells three times. And it's tuneless. That Like the, the musical phrase is going nowhere. It's like they do Jingle Bells, Jingle, jingle Bells, Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, jingle Bells. <laughs> it's got to be simple enough for Orko to keep up jingle with. Bells, yeah. They just keep singing Jingle Bells over and over again. Over and over. And, it de- and it's been going on for like hours. <laughs> that's what we we assume in. they've been doing that since last time we saw them. There are no other words to that song besides Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. And you know what? Jingle Bells is a public domain song. I think it must have been at that point, too. So there was no a reason, reason why they shouldn't have seen just just had jingle bells the whole song. Okay, is this also the point where um 
Bo and them make up that impromptu crazy song? Um, no. That's a little okay, that's bit a little later. later. Get Just more a little crazy. Later when, when they get back okay. to Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. All right, so this is Jingle when they Bell, get... Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. <laughs> so this is when they get transported back because they do they do send that light over. Yeah, them. Orko just directly kidnaps them. He says, come with me. Get in this light beam that Man in Arms is sending from Eternia. And he's like, trust me, children. They did not have to go with him. Well... I was gonna. I think a- the whole ship was going anyway. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna ask I about this. This seems completely unnecessary. Like Orko should have just gone back, and then the kids needed to go home, right? Yeah. And so instead, these parents are like have missing children right now. <laughs> right. Well, and, the, well, the children would be dead under an avalanche if it wasn't for Orko, though. <laughs> and on paper, what the children could honestly say is, "We met an alien, and we were abducted by him." By stepping into a beam of light, and we went to another planet. That's basically what happened. They yeah, were abducted yeah. by an alien into a beam of light. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just want to say, go back. Uh, the Manchin, uh huh, Manchin, like the big, the big Manch- robot. Oh, the race. monstroids or whatever. The, the monstroids. Sorry, the sorry, monstroids. the monstroids. Uh-huh. We haven't, we haven't, th- we haven't met the Manchins C- yet. C- right, we haven't met any of them yet. Yes. So, so the monstroids try to attack. This is before the Jingle Bells thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to attack. They are very important because everyone is scared of them. Right. Yes. yes. They're very evil. Very. Yeah. They're evil. very large as well. Yes. yes. Sorry, I just wanted to make. I just want to make a point because <laughs> okay, they come up later again. Orko. Who are your friends? This is Alicia and Miguel. We're so glad you're safe. But what happened? So the children get transported over into Eternia. And immediately when they come out, like, all the adults in Eternia are not concerned that Orko's kidnapped children. They're like, great, visitors. And they're like, can we go back? They're like, ah, not for a couple of days. (laughs) It's like, we're going to miss Christmas. And they're like, nah, we could have Christmas here. And they're like, we want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Here, play with a sword. (laughs) So this sets up... Horde Prime is the enemy. Horde Prime summons Hordak and Skeletor because he senses a disturbance, which is funny playing on the Star Wars thing. He senses a disturbance because, like these, pu- he senses some pure-heartedness and some Christmas goodwill has come into. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> so you can see why he'd want to get rid of them. <laughs> yes. Have no fear, Great Master. I will eliminate this this Christmas spirit before another day is passed. You, you can't even handle that muscle-bound female She-Ra. Yeah, and here is where we have seen for the first time that Skeletor also reports to Horde Prime. Yes, that was weird to me. Because you think Skeletor is a free agent right now. He's a mercenary. And we got to see Horde Prime. Because we made all those jokes about him uh, being made of gas, and we weren't wrong. That's the funny thing. He was slightly corporeal, but then also had like like misty green gas like coursing mm-hmm. through him as he emoted, which you, I loved. Well, you, we also saw his eyes sometimes too. Yeah, that was cool. I liked seeing Horde Prime. That I, was fun. I assume his consciousness is part of a machine at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. And I wonder. I would like to think about what the gases do. Uh, like they're, they're, they sustain him somehow. There's something with the gas. That's fun to think about. Stinkor is his constant companion. Yes, he's just below him. And it just rises up through them. Okay, now I believe it becomes super bananas. Finally. Okay, so now they go to Etheria for some reason. Because I guess that's friendlier to children. I'm not sure why they had to go there. But um, we cut to Etheria for some reason. Let's just get there. No, I don't think so. I think they're still in Eternia. Okay, but Bo just happens to be there. But Bo just happens to be there. Okay, and so they're all there for the Christmas event. Yeah, they were just like in the yard somewhere. Okay, so from the beginning of the episode, everyone was there. So they're singing an insane song. They are singing. This song does not exist. Okay, Bo knows it. They know it. They're they're singing it. It's like weirdly a dramatic song. But when they're done, they they cackle like it was the most great Christmas fun they've ever had. Yeah, okay. I could not keep up while this song was happening. I just know that it starts out with... No, I can't tell you how it starts. I wrote down that the words, some of the words included Christmas spirit is a part of your heart. (laughs) I have that in there. We've got just the right setting for my new Christmas song. Let's try it. Love and care. 
But these are like, you probably don't have any memories of doing this, but like little girls uh-huh. as a thing, often in my experience, mm-hmm. we we did a lot of making up of amorphous, long form, descriptive, like just princess songs all the yeah. time where you just kind of dramatically describe what's happening. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. This song was kind of like well, that. Well, I... You know, I, re- I remember this, and I'll think of something to pick on myself so it's fair, but I remember my sister did a bit of this, and I, my sister listened to this show, so she can write in to clarify or um, contest what I'm about to say, but she used to do this, too. I remember her uh, doing lots of, like, waltzing on the back porch deck with our cats, singing, Chris, singing like, uh, princess songs, mm-hmm. and so I remember that, uh, and I remember... Uh, I used to jump on the trampoline and sing the entire Beauty and the Beast thing that we had to learn in chorus in uh, elementary school. So. Well, that is clearly not the same thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I say something beer, embarrassing. Beer, I guess. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got to say something embarrassing about myself. So there it is. <laughs> oh, that's all, that's what you were doing. Yes, to be I fair. was like, if I were your teacher, I would have crossed that paragraph out. Of it. This does not support your thesis. I have to be statement. fair. I have to be fair. <laughs> yeah. no. But yeah. anyway, print descriptive princesses songs. Yeah, that's it a was thing. just like that. And like, if I had to, like. See, and again, this went by my brain so quickly, I couldn't even begin to tell you what it was like, but it was it was something like, like, and Christmas magic in our hearts, and everyone is dancing at Christmas time, and it's Christmas, and I'm like, what is happening? What is this song? Why does it keep going? How did Bo know it? And then it was just, it was crazy. Bo it got crazy. It he probably just made it up on the spot. It was from Bo's Christmas album. You don't have it? <laughs> I didn't get it. I heard it was. It's it's a it's a cash grab. Don't get it. What is the opposite of an album being fire? I heard is I heard this mixtape was not fire. <laughs> it's definitely in that grab bin. Molten. Uh, yeah, big <clears throat> lots. It's like one of those CDs, like in the thrift store, where it's like the wrong C- CD put in the other <laughs> CD case, and it's like two dollars, and it's cracked. This is a Michael Bublé. <laughs> I thought I was getting the uh, flight simulator CD-ROM for my <laughs> Aptiva computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Windows 95. Oh, dearie, my, do you think Caster Spella scheduled the Bright Moon Ball at the same time on purpose? I don't know. I heard Attack Track is furious he wasn't invited. We must never tell him that he missed the Doobie Brothers. Hear me, honored guests. Let us now take a moment to admire our progress. In the last round, Katra reclaimed the stunning Beastman blanket. Wow, it's marvelous. I can't wait to drape it over my couch and now strip my clothes on it. Orko has acquired a doll which resembles something called a Loki. And alas, Skeletor has stolen back of the power sword. Ah, yes! After the holidays, I'll cut you all down to size. Of course, you remember that a gift can only be stolen three times and then it becomes bound to its final owner. That is to say, anyone can steal the power sword a final time and safeguard the realm from evil. Not a chance, sorceress. Mantena already left to play with his ray gun and the next man works for me. Isn't that right, Beastman? Beastman, come on. We're friends, right? All you have to do is claim the first gift and end the game. Then I'll keep the sword and we can rule the world. That's what we all want, right? Well, I would like to help you, Skeletor. And I do love this rock softener. However... No, no, not however! What Beastman really wants for Christmas is the power sword. You'll have to pry it from my bony claws! You're making a scene, you fool! Just give it to him! No! He won't give it back! But those are the rules. I still harbor misgivings about either scenario. Give it here. No! Feels so good to win sometimes. Excuse me, Beastman. Huh? 
I have nothing to offer but Christmas wishes and this humorous photo of Orko's uncle, but I must ask a favor of you. Might I have the power sword? <sighs> you were the only one who noticed my stitching in my blanket. Here, Beastman is feeling generous. Thank you, Beastman. Adam, please hold this sword and do not share it with others. Wow, a power sword. Oh, Evil Lynn, let me see that amulet. Oh, it's gorgeous. I know. I think everyone was quite taken with my rock softener. I'm lucky, and I want to play a game right now. I think there's something wrong with my doll. Merry Christmas, everyone. In the coming year, maybe you all find the power of friendship. Also, just for one second, we have to talk about Perfuma. She is what? She was also a lot. What are her princess powers? I don't... Like her, uh, making flowers. Okay, making springtime. She made springtime for the kids. No, she made she made winter, too. And then she made winter, so okay. whatever. So she makes fragrances? Uh-oh. Yeah, she makes scents or something. I'm not Season- quite sure of her seasonal. power she's set. She's seasonal. Okay. Yeah, okay, she's seasonal. Okay. Oh, don't be sad, children. You'll be home soon. And until then, I'll make it seem like springtime. Do you think she and Bo have a romantic past? He looks like he is like the kind of guy who would Into date, the seasonal stuff. date her secretly and then not tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're just friends. Yeah. I got to keep my options open for Shira <laughs> <laughs> or Adora. Whatever. <laughs> I'm good either way. So uh, this is where the kids get abducted, right? Yeah, everybody gets kidnapped by Hordak. Except for Bo. Except Bo gets for frozen. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So, um... They uh, need somebody to go back and tell people what happened. <laughs> right. So, uh, Adora goes to see, uh, Peek-a-Blue to find out where they, where the kids were taken. And Peek-a-Blue actually has a really cool power set. She's like a seer. Yeah. She has, like, multivision or something. Her eyes, like, twinkle like a game show board. Like, the Wheel of Fortune board. <laughs> kind right. of. Except that one doesn't light up. I'm trying to think what game show I'm thinking of. It's kind of like the press your luck board that goes like... it's her eyes. No whammy. <laughs> and it was like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. No eyeball, no eyeball. Oh, the eyeball saw. I don't know. What did she see? Um, That they were in the Fright Zone, I guess? That Hordak has them? Uh, so it was actually the um, monstroids that took the kids. Oh, I think. the monstroids! Oh God! <laughs> See, and here's where this the special was hilarious and and insane, and it was wonderful. But then also, this is where I'm like, here's where I can I really need to stop caring. I do not care about these children. I don't care if they're kidnapped. I don't care if they're found. I don't care if they're rescued. They got kidnapped like 17 times from here on out. And yeah. I could not keep track of but it. I did. Could I, not stay interested. I, I did like that the monstroids had them because I wanted to see them. And then she and then she told us, but the machines are helping, she said. So we can look forward to seeing them. <laughs> yes. This is a pretty mess and it's all my fault. No, it isn't, Orko. You were trying to help us. So the little kids and Orko are stuck in uh, a prison, and they have a little um, prison window, and this little upsetting uh, man head shows up there and asks them who they are and what their name is, and this is one of the man sheens. He's a little robot man who's shaped like a shrimp scampi. (laughs) (laughs) They're cuddly machines. What's his name, Cutter? Cutter. He's like, they don't call me Cutter for nothing. Watch. Yes, and then he can cut the Mars so they can escape. Yes. And uh, He-Man and She-Ra are showing up to help them escape also. And I just wanted to note here... It did remind me of Wizard of Oz, like the Munchkins kind of. Yeah, right. Just just like the stylized, like Mm -hmm. like the hat and all that stuff. Yeah. They were designed to be very cute, for real. They looked like a little, like glowworms. They had the faces of of glowworms. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, it was Cutter played by Wallace Shawn because he had that little voice like this. I think you just love Wallace Shawn. Clark! <laughs> I, just, I just think you want Wallace Shawn to be in everything. <laughs> and uh, one Wallace of- Shawn and Connie Britton is like Will's <laughs> dream come true. Are you excited movie. for my He-Man movie so far? <laughs> Everyone's like, no. Wallace Shawn is He-Man. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> 
So these little these are uh, these are. Uh, it was his first and last day as a casting <laughs> agent. <laughs> One of, one of the man Sheen's, um, I think his his uh, robot form is a a haircut chair, like a hair salon chair. Did you see him? No. <laughs> this is when I just stopped watching. I couldn't take any any, any information in anymore. Um, My would, brain was done. Would, do you think we saw these guys because Transformers were so big? That I has guess. to be what this was going on. They're like micro machines or Transformers, something oh, like that. The, the, the Monstroids? And, and the man Sheen's, yeah. Uh, that has to be where this comes from. Yeah, I mean, well, at one point the monster is transformed. From yes, something true. To a yes. tank or whatever, and you're like, all right. And we got He Man and Shira in the mix trying to help them escape, and they really drew He Man super muscular. I noticed he had very good vascularity in the in this. He just hadn't been drinking water. <laughs> yeah, they they made him get ripped like Wolverine. He's just been yeah. drinking punch. Yeah. Dandelion punch, get him, get him all, get him all dehydrated. Oh, let's talk about the most important man, Sheen, who is not a man. He is a puppy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is relay. What is his function as a man, Sheen? Companionship. I guess so. Uh, so in, in, in this melee, Skeletor shows up and steals the kids on his jet ski, but also loads up Relay, the little robot dog, too. Yeah, he was along for the ride. I guess to Skeletor, they all look like kids from Earth. He doesn't know. <laughs> uh, and he takes them to the tundra again. He's going to take them, try to take them to Horde Prime, but it's cold, and the kids start whining about how cold it is and about how they can't march like he wants them to. <laughs> they, I think one of them even says, it's Christmas time. Well, that's supposed to mean something to him. Get moving, you two. We have a long walk ahead of us. I, 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 I don't think we can move. It's awfully cold. Well, apparently it does mean a little something to him because he gives them coats out of magic. Yeah, they finally they finally wear him down, and he feels like feels like he has to do that because the girl collapses in the snow from from freezing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he wants him alive to get him to Horde, Horde Prime, mm-hmm. at least. But you you still see, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. Yeah, they kept You're so that. nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not nice. It was nice of you to save Relay, Mr. Skeletor. I am not nice. That was, like, very cute and funny. This was, I, 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 I did enjoy... I did enjoy Skeletor a lot in this episode. Yeah. The, well, this is where, this a is lot. like the heart of the episode. This whole sequence right here was where it got really good. You start seeing like some character development where you see there's like a little shred of goodness of him when he he's in, he's getting infected with the Christmas spirit here. And he- Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Well, well, you start to see this because he orders them to leave the dog and start marching, but the little dog whimpers and they beg him so much, he starts to question himself and he tells them they can they can bring the little dog and he loads the little dog up on his shoulder and uh, the little dog starts licking him and stuff and he starts he starts to kind of like it because the little girl's like, Mr. Skeletor, do you want me to hold the dog? And he goes, no! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can stay with me for a little while. Yeah, it was really funny. Oh, stop that! Do you want me to hold him? Uh, no, uh, no, no, we'll go faster if, uh, if I carry him. But uh, tell me more about this, uh, this Christmas. Did you see his uh, sweet eight pack? No, Skeletor. That's hilarious. That. That's funny. I'll have to go back and look. That's too funny. Uh, and they start telling him about Christmas and why it's great. And uh, he says, "It's like you do fun stuff, like getting fights." And, yeah. uh, and he's like, "No, we have presents." And then they explode. <laughs> do you think that when they were writing the special, like that, you as a child watching it were supposed to identify with the children because the children were just so obnoxious? And it's really funny because I never. I never would have identified with the children in the story. I would have been like, yeah, Shira, get him. That's me. Yeah, no, I'm thinking, no, I'm He-Man. That's what I'm thinking the whole time. Yeah, And so I think, like, it was supposed to be a treat for you to imagine being a child like these children. To get to hang out with He-Man. And hang out with He-Man. Like, no, 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 we are He-Man. Well, we've talked before about the change in cartoons. It used to be that they thought you wanted your superhero to be like a dad that you could aspire to. And now they know, no, the kids want to see that they could be the the young hero. So it's kind of funny the writers hadn't picked up on that yet. (laughs) Children are stupid. They want to see... Other children who are also stupid. <laughs> There's the other children and toys they can purchase. 
<laughs> Lots of toys. We got a full episode of toys. That's right, Skeletor. I figured you'd show up here. When you two are finished, we'll take the children. So they finally all meet up on, yes. on like this cl- this snowy cliff. Huge confrontation where everyone wants the Earth children, which again, why? They're the worst. Well, to be they fair. Hold, they hold the Christmas spirit. Yeah, to be fair, Hordak and them want to get rid of them because they want to get rid of Christmas spirit. So we understand their motives. And when um, Hordak and Horde Prime are, are about to uh, capture the children, a Skeletor who um, was dispatched earlier kind of loses himself and for some reason feels compelled to save them and blasts Horde Prime's uh, flagship out of the air. Well, he shoots the arm and the arm goes up to the engine. Horde Prime's ship is down. Let's go, Shira. I think Horde Prime is going to be angry with me. And so Skeletor saved the kids and he has the little debrief with uh, He-Man and uh, She-Ra who were teasing him about how he was infected with the Christmas spirit. And he says, but I like to be evil. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't like to feel good. I like to feel evil. Oh. Yeah, that was uh, very charming. Yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And we always knew that Skeletor wasn't like totally evil. There's like a little goodness in- inside of him. There, where he's he. I think he could be redeemed. I think Skeletor. You think so? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I think I think he grew up in the fright zone. He's not. He's not. Well, we saw that the but he's he's susceptible to the Christmas spirit, Scott. He is, but but like but but like he was saying, like he, it's all it's all about uh, nurture because he was nurtured to be that way. So you say he's so irredeemable. He's like, he's like I I want I want to get in fights because that's fun, or I want to I want to give you presents that explode because that's fun. Well, as we discussed last episode, I think the uh, Twiggets are sympathetic to the prosecution. <laughs> so you say yeah. he's irredeemable. Uh, I, I, I would say he's irredeemable. It's just, it would take a lot. Okay, I'll give you, you that. you got to change his mind. I'll give you that. you got to change his, mi- his thinking. Oh, who, who are you? No one ever comes to Snake Mountain. I'm Skelly and I brought you a present. But don't make a big deal about it. It's a rock softener. Thank you, Merman. You're such a good friend. No, you flea brain. It is I, Skeletor. Who else do you know with no eyeballs? Well, let's see. There's Hordak, Strongarm, Grizzlor, Multibot, Many Faces, Attack Trap. So uh, we all go back to the palace. And, and Prince Adam is dressed as Santa, and they finally start to acknowledge, like, oh, your parents might be worried about you. <laughs> yeah, now they kind of care a little bit. And Man-at-Arms has some belts that he made. I well, guess, yeah, they're little helps. flight belts that he gives the kids. Do they fly all the way back to Earth? No, I don't they, care. no they just send them back to Earth yeah. and, with through, a present. Through, through atmosphere, through the yeah, and the parents are like, well, we'll find out why you were really gone because this crazy story you made up is crazy and we're just glad you're back. So I, they didn't seem as worried as they should be if their children were missing for uh, a day or two. Yeah. Jeez. It, they did send them out to go. That's why I assumed it was like... Or, like earlier, like 1800s or something. Because <laughs> they have like, a living hey, room. Kids are gone for a day. Eh, they'll be fine. <laughs> well, they probably like quote unquote sent them out to find a Christmas tree slash moved their house and they could never find them again. Yeah, and they came back. <laughs> but then uh, when the parents say, "Fine, if you're not going to tell us the truth, you know, we're we're just going to go to bed," and then then the kids come zipping by on their little flight belts, which was kind of cute. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. The most because the parents are like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> no." You reckon? Night and Merry Christmas. And that was great too because I think the most disturbing thing that that is true when the kids walk through the door or they rematerialize back at home is the fact that they're both wearing brand new winter coats that the parents had not purchased. <laughs> That's now, true Scott, too. your kids go missing and they come back and they're wearing like a new like parka from L.L. Bean. Like, you're going to be like, hmm, hmm, where'd you get that? Yeah, where'd you get that North Face jacket at? Seriously. That jacket costs like $300. <laughs> like, I didn't buy that for you. That was a very nice kid again, ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you, did you meet any uh, Skeletors while you were gone by yeah. any chance? We got it from the skeleton person. Kind you're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I hope you won't grow out of them next year. Yeah. It's a good code. Good code. <laughs> and then they have like a pretty lame tag where uh, like uh, Adora pulls off Adam's beard and, and he was like, oh, you knew it was me the whole time. 
And then Orko jumps in front of the camera and says something about, everybody have a Merry Christmas. That definitely happened. <laughs> they also invited yeah. Lookie to the holiday party because I saw Lookie there. Oh, you did? Yeah. I miss Lookie even in the special. Lookie was... <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> Lookie was in the, the, the party, yeah. Well, I guess they had the him with him. At the end. I don't know okay. if he was there at the beginning, but well, he was there Well, since we're talking end. about Lookie, were you surprised we got a moral in the uh, Christmas special? Oh, Yeah. There wasn't anything, was there? So that's how Christmas first came to Eternia. Not everyone celebrates Christmas, but the spirit of the Christmas season is within us all. Yeah, this thing was like 12 hours long. Would they not have like taken five minutes to be like, be kind to each other, peace on well, Earth? Well, it was super long for us because we found the video that had lots of ads in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, it was almost like watching it in, in real life. Would have been. Uh, so uh, the, the moral here is... Not oh, they talked a little bit about how uh, not everybody celebrates Christmas, but the uh, Christmas spirit's something important, and it's not all about presents. But I was kind of glad they they um, acknowledged that not everybody celebrates Christmas, and I, I guess but everyone can buy toys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In the, the Christmas spirit. In the eighties, I think they would have. You might have expected everybody just thought that was sort of the status quo like everybody did that so i was glad to acknowledge that but yes the important thing is that you've met all the princesses and you can buy them all and you can even yeah. buy the little uh, uh bobsled that he-man flies on consumerism is great <laughs> orca reminds us of that several times and you can take me in the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> just Puts remember to squeeze my head out where it gets moldy <laughs> Don't let the water go into my head cavity. <laughs> you can buy all these. <laughs> you can buy all these. bleu. It's a lot of Find toys. me in the store. I exist. <laughs> it will be your favorite toy. Okay. Uh, let's rate the Christmas special. <laughs> let's rate it. Let's rate Christmas uh, like this was a real Christmas at your house. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Scott's wearing a Santa hat, by the way. Did we mention that? <laughs> we did no. Not. It's pretty important. Scott has a Santa hat, so he gets to go first. Yeah, I was I was trying to get in the spirit for the for the episode. It kind of worked. I, I, I guess it's kind of disappointing. We didn't even acknowledge it, but yeah. I, we were so used to it. We just expected you to have a Christmas hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that Wolverine shirt matches it. It does. It does. <laughs> it exactly matches it. Well, give us, give us, give, are you in the Christmas spirit? Or I am in the Christmas spirit. are you in the spirit. Bah Humbug this, spirit? This is so, this was so bonkers and there's so many stuff, there's so much stuff in it. And I just thought, I, I, the, the whole redeeming part of it was the Skeletor mm-hmm. storyline. Totally agree with that. And I, it, 4.5. Okay. I, I, right. I, I just, it was, it was fun. And it just, the ridiculous parts kept me interested at least. Mm-hmm. And, I, I don't know. It was just it was just crazy. So, and I I really enjoyed the whole Skeletor thing. It was it was good. Real. It was cute and funny and a good time. Uh, what's our unit? Manchines. Oh yeah, yeah. Manchines. Okay. Manchines. Or these four point five. These. <laughs> these. <laughs> I don't know. Manchines. These manchines. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Four point five. These manchines. These manchines. <laughs> um, I. Am evil. I like feeling evil. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. It it was a solid four out of five for me. Okay. You know, I hate the children though. I hate the other yeah. children. They yeah. were awful. But jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells <laughs> will make me laugh forever. So I don't know. That was like a gift that keeps on giving. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Um, I thought that Skeletor sequence at the end was just amazing it was like one of those weirdly moving things and he was hysterical and also i just admire the the insane ambition of this it's like we're going to cram every toy into this it was just so far they had to pay so many of the actors it was just hilarious um i'm going to agree with scott i'm going to go uh 4.5 these machines <laughs> great 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 episode definitely put me in the christmas spirit i, ho- I hope everybody hearing this feels moved with the christmas spirit and not evil because I'm, of how great I'm, this I'm, was i'm glad they it was like a it was it was more like a background sort of thing and it wasn't like hammered to you mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a good it was a good uh it was almost just a he-man or she-ra episode yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, surprising yeah. how little christmas was in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah considering yeah yes. it took a long time to even it build to the christmas at one point it's all right right that whole cold open i was like this is just he-man stuff it was that's so funny <laughs> Everybody. 
That's our show for today. Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 1, Episode 50 of He-Man, The Witch and the Warrior. Tila and Evelyn are teaming up, maybe to solve crime. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or come to our house and stand outside and look inside and see if you can be friends and subscribe to the show. Every other Friday. Every other Friday. (laughs) And subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, when you're in your school play, always sing Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, 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 Jingle Bells. Party at the Bright Moon Ball! <laughs>